Welcome everybody to FYC Film Review. I'm your host, Chris. I did the acronym this week, so uh, thank you for following along and, and waiting to see if I was going to surprise Ronaldo this week, uh, as always, is with me. But we also are joined by a few extra guests. I'm not allowing Ronaldo to say hi because his younger, more eloquent brothers have joined us. So please welcome to the show, Mr. Jaime. Hey, what's up? And Chris also affectionately known as Kiwi. Um, we may have to do Kiwi since there's two Chris's officially on this pot this week. So welcome, guys. Thanks for joining us for this round, Robin. Yo. Yeah. Hey, yeah. No, thanks for having us. I appreciate nice. you guys coming on. Uh, we are, are diving into... We went back to our roots. We had to go back to the 90s action flicks, and uh, Ronaldo pulled the Demolition Man out of his hat for this week. Ronaldo well, it was a close there. call, though. It was a close call between the, uh, the, the two finalists were Predator... And Demolition Man. And I think we just said, you know, let's go with Demolition Man because I think a lot of things we could kind of relate to what's going on in the world. Um, so we decided Demolition Man. And I think it was a good choice. So I mean, I were you choice. just looking at movies with Jesse Ventura? Was like Major League Two also a possibility on that list? Because you <laughs> no, named Predator. Not a bad idea. <laughs> no, but no. This, is, this is an awesome choice. I was so excited. I don't want to spoil it, but I was so excited when you picked Demolition Man. Good. Oh. When's the last yeah. time any of you guys watched this? Because I watched this like on my own about two months ago. Oh, and, nice. and so I got to rewatch it again. And uh, it was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's, yeah. I mean, let's, let's jump into it. I won't waste much time. Um, I, I think we can uh, all agree that we were all excited to watch this one because I, you asked how long it's been. It's probably been at least 15 years. Like maybe I caught a scene here and there on TV, but it's been all the way through at least 15 years. So I, I had a lot of fun revisioning this. Like Ronaldo said, there's a lot of stuff that kind of seems like it's mirroring what's going on in this crazy year. So uh, yeah. let's- Well, one, let's... Thing, one thing that's amazing about this movie is it takes place in 1990. The movie got released in 93. It's set at ni- in 1996. Three yes. years after, and LA is a total wasteland. It has been destroyed completely. That's that's good. Elaborate. Yeah, tell me. I mean, I I noticed that too. The the three year gap between you know when the movie's made to when that step into the future. I mean, it, were they expecting that to happen? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. All right, I I, I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll dig into all that stuff. So, uh, without further ado, uh, boys, we're gonna go ahead and dive into the 1993 film Demolition Man, starting Sly, Sylvester Stallone. Starting or starring? Starring Wesley (laughs) Snipes and a young Sandra Bullock. 1993, do you know who the director was? I do, but I I already forgot the the last name. Marco something? Marco Brambilla. And I only know one other movie that that guy directed. Do you know what it was? No. Excess Baggage with Alicia Ooh. Silverstone and, and Benicio Del, Del Toro. And Horrible that movie. is it. Horrible film. That is it. <laughs> Me and Jaime saw that in the movie theater. We went to go watch that. We got tickets for that. I remember that. That was a fun movie. <laughs> it's got Christopher Walken in it. It's got a young Benicio Del Toro. It's fun. It's a fun little fix. It's, it's, it's not a good movie. We're not I say, not I'm not sold. I didn't watch it either. And this movie, actually, this movie has a running time of one hour and 55 minutes. So it's just under the two hour mark, which my movies nowadays, that's how I want them. Under two hours, because anything over two hours now, I kind of start dozing off. But that's just me. 
So under two hours is perfect for me. Stay away Meet from Joe, me, Meet Joe Black. So. Yeah, I was going to say Meet Joe Black. Meet Joe Black is three hours. Like, that was oh, a rough one. one. I don't know how you guys got through Meet Joe Black. Uh, I'm not, <laughs> my rating on that one, two, two and a half. It, it was pretty good. I love the opening of that. I love the peanut butter scene, like Ronaldo was saying. I love the peanut butter scene in Meet Joe Delicious. Black. But you're right. Demolition Man, it's the perfect writing time. I mm-hmm. never felt bored during this movie. There was no slowdown for me. Mm-hmm. That that, that can, was my my one big selling point with this movie. You can cut some things for this movie. This movie should be ninety minutes. It should be an it should be an hour and a half tops. That extra thirty minutes that they just kind of fill in a little bit, it All does right. it does feel a little long. I'll give you I'll give you a little time, but I'm going to come back to you on that and ask you what scenes you would cut then because I I'm I'm in the majority here and I think that it moves from scene to scene to scene pretty fast yeah, and keeps it going the entire time. I agree, but. There was- Oh, I'm gonna tell you right now. Cut anything with Rob Schneider, and you—you you know what? Hold on, uh, wait, hold on, one, <laughs> one second, Chris Kiwi. Rob Schneider's in the movie for about five, ten minutes, and, and that is it. That I if said that. two things. I said two things. Him, and then there's an actor in this movie that doesn't make any sense. Okay, the helicopter pilot. For some reason, they bring him back in the future, and you know. He's still there, and he gives a lot of exposition. And you think he's going to be a part of the story? He's not into it at all. You can cut that. You can cut that guy too out. There's no point to have him, or or Rob Schneider, and just have Sandra Bullock look up videos of Simon Phoenix, and then they'll see Sylvester Stallone. That, that is ridiculous. That is Great. no, it's yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Rob Schneider un- uncredited in the film. Did you know that? Oh, good call. Yeah. No, I didn't. Weird. Know that. I don't know why he's not credited. He's a big. You know part. who else was not credited? Rob who? Emilio Estevez in Mission Impossible. <laughs> no, we'll who is the, the most famous uncredited? Yeah. Who is credited in this movie is Jesse Ventura. He gets his name in the beginning of the movie. Does not have a line in this movie. What I the, the so fight seat taken out. Where? Oh, is that what it was? I was like, where was he supposed to be in the film? I didn't yeah. even remember him in it. Yeah, there's it's a true. lot. Give me. Christopher's right. Kiwi's right. There's a lot of editing that was done to this movie. Mm. It was like 30 minutes taken out. There's a whole thing. We'll get into it later. But Jesse Ventura, there's a fight scene cut out with, uh, with uh, Sylvester Stallone. And, and there's, just, there's a lot going on. 30 minutes of the movie. This, this movie was supposed to be longer than two hours. Hmm. Obviously, the first thing I wrote down was Cinemaniac to catch one because that is just That's an awesome line. line before he jumps out of the... That's a good line. The copter zip lining down. I mean, it's just, it's so good. It's a, yeah, it was a great way to start the movie and you know, you're in for a Sylvester Stallone action flick as soon as that happens. Agreed. What? Agreed. Are- that the, the beginning was, was, was just enough to kind of like, like here's a little taste of what's going to happen. Almost kind of like face off when Caster Troy and, uh, and Sean Archer, right. They, they give you just enough to get you going with that. And, you know, the building comes down and then you realize why he's called the Demolition Man. So I thought it was a pretty good setup. I liked it. I really enjoyed it. And um, I thought it was great. Great setup for me. Really enjoyed it. Why do buses still run in L.A. if planes won't even dare go over the airspace? That never made sense to me. (laughs) And also, Sylvester Stallone jumps out of the airplane on a bungee cord and it does not bounce at all. He just... Ball straight down and is ready to unclip right away. He's demolition man. He's demolition. I mean, why was, was L- why was an LAPD officer wearing a beret? I don't know. Like it uh, just oh, oh. To, like his clothing the- in general. He's the only one dressed like that in a cutoff shirt, 
to show off the muscles, a beret, which I'm pretty sure is the same one that was used in Street Fighter the movie by Jean-Claude Van Damme, except for a different color. Beautiful. Same exact thing. Speaking of Jean-Claude Van Damme, did you know that he was originally cast in this movie? I think it was supposed I to be that. a Seagal, Seagal Van Damme flick. I would have loved it. Originally build. That would have been better. I would have no. loved that. Oh, I, mean, I don't think it, so. What is your boggle, man? Are you kidding me? Steven oh. Seagal? No, See, no. like John Claude Van Damme, though, is no. a lot more entertaining than Sylvester Stallone. No. John Claude no. is actually funnier. I, okay, okay, this isn't like the greatest combination, but I like Wesley Snipes and Stallone together. I agree. Fun. I would have loved to see a sequel to this, I mean, but it never happened. Who are you going to put in the sequel? Another bad guy? Like, I feel like that's that's the draw to this movie for me is their their matchup. Snipes but, needs yeah. the money. He, he's got tax problems. He needs he's not alive. <laughs> Spoilers. Like, unless you're saying he is he the T2 hey. and is he melting back together? And <laughs> I heard that that they were that they that he's actually as of May there was an article that that Sylvester Stallone was planning on doing a, a sequel to it just because you see him do these sequels to Rocky what you got Creed and he did like two new Rambo's I think right something like that and then he's doing the Expendables or something like and then sure. so it's it's there I think we might see it within a year or two I really do and I think they're actually going to finally solve the issue with his daughter, which we can get into later, but um, because seeing this movie again, I never realized that there was, his, his daughter was mentioned, but nothing ever got resolved within the movie with his daughter. Well, yeah, doesn't he kind of point out that he didn't want to see her though, because yes. all this time had passed and they just kind of like quickly like threw a line in to be like, we're not going to touch this at all. Okay, the the director, that the whole, his whole daughter, uh, the, the, the plot in that was actually going to be in the movie, but they removed it, right? Luck Huxley was going to be his daughter, right? Oh. But the director decided it was too sentimental. I did read something, and I don't know if yours is different, but so the daughter of, of Spartan is in the movie. She's a wastelander. Did, hmm. did you see that? And she was cut out. Yeah. And you see her throughout the movie because in the battle scene later on, He's protecting someone, and you don't know who that is. Yes, yeah. And, and it is his daughter in the movie. That whole thing was filmed and cut out. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> that actually doesn't make any sense. I was going to say, that explains why he was affectionately holding her for a long period of time during that shootout when there's, yeah. like, all like, these other things going on. Who is that? Yeah. Who is that girl? But that, that's supposed to be her. I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I didn't even notice him holding anyone or protecting anyone. I just... This is the what most they... I've ever paid attention to demolition man <laughs> this is crazy i learned so much in this watch let's get to the this future ronaldo what's uh all right so let's let's so so they both get frozen wesley snipes and john spartan they they get frozen for their crimes and now the year is 2032 it is a utopia um it is a combination of la uh what is it la um, san diego san diego and, and Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara or something like yeah. that right? and they call it San Angeles now right and here we go it is a brand new world clean world no crime and somehow Wesley Snipes gets unfrozen and he he re he knows all these codes and how to un uncuff himself and then that's where kind of everything starts to unfold what doesn't make sense about this world is they say early on there's there hasn't been a murder in 16 years. 
There are cops definitely older than 30 on the police force. There's some that look like they're in their 50s and 60s. And yet they all act like they've never seen a murder before. I guess it could be shocking if you hadn't had one in 16 years. I mean, that's, you know, that's kind of surprising. Can we talk about Sandra Bullock? Sure. Please. I think she's great in this movie. Yes. And I kind of, this is the kind of movie where... I have to say, where you kind of fall in love with Sandra Bullock, even before Speed. Am I the only one who kind of felt that way? I thought she's great. No, she's fantastic. I wouldn't say she was great, but she was, no. she was fun. I mean, she was fun. She was very innocent-like and wanted to, like, be, have adventure. And, you know, when she was driving the, the, the car, it was almost like, okay, this is her and Speed, right? Because Speed came out the year afterwards, the year after, I believe. Yeah. I guess I, I just think of her as as Huxley more than I think of her in Speed. Totally. Maybe because I saw this one more. I, I don't know. I don't know why. But I, I, I like her. I like the whole 90s feel. I think she... No, miss, you just Get out of here. Her and Benjamin Bratt team up again to make the better movie, Miss Congeniality. No. Ugh. Oh. Ugh. What is... Ba-bum, ba-bum, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. I will. Something's going to go in there. How could you... Ha- you hate Miss Congeniality. That's no, a darn good movie. You're, you're using, you're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say I hated it. I'm saying I don't, by any stretch of the imagination, think that one, she's better in that movie, and two, that that's a better movie. She is amazing in this, and she's what you need between all these machismo action stuff. You get the innocence. You get like she she wants to be a part of this nostalgia world that she wasn't a part of, but she gets to be a part of it now. And that's like the, the fun sidekick. I love her in this movie. Absolutely. Yeah. She's the comic movie. relief. She yeah. has the best one liners. Uh, all the, the yes. take your job, take your job and shovel it. Or let's uh, go he wants blow to this guy. Really <laughs> licked his ass. Guy. Lick yeah, his ass. They're, all really licked his they're all memorable. <laughs> I, I think mean, she's great in it. Yes. So then if she's the comic relief, why is Rob Schneider in four or five different scenes just to make it look a little joke? credited. <laughs> he's not even he's not even supposed to be there. He yeah, was just yeah. like in the right place at the right time hanging yeah. out with Stallone, I feel like. How did he get but into that was, this, is, this is his Judge Dredd audition. Yeah. He didn't do anything for me. I gotta be honest with you. I, and I, I, I'm gonna throw out my worst line right now because he delivered oh. the worst line for me. Uh so I'm I'm just gonna throw it out now because I feel like this is the right time to do it. Uh, it was a scene and there were all, everything was happening. Simon Phoenix was killing everybody, which he was just was murdering people. He says this line and he goes, we're the police department. We're not trained for this. I thought at that point, it just wasn't needed. Uh, it was very cringy to me. There was already comedy in this movie. He adds nothing to this movie for me. Absolutely nothing. And I like Rob Schneider. I really do. I liked him in The Hot Chick and in The Animal and, and a lot of his Adam Sandler movies. I know, I know. But... Wow. Hot Chick and The Animal. That's what Hot you Chick's funny. Not, Hot not, Chick's funny. Not, not, uh, you know, Deuce Bigelow. States or, 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 yeah, Deuce Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow. Yeah, those two. But what I'm saying is he just, he yeah. doesn't add anything to this movie. And if they're going for some comic relief, it wasn't there because you got Sandra Bullock who's already kind of taken on that role and John Spartan and also even Wesley Snipes, they have like this sarcasm thing going and it's kind of funny too. So you got, it's, it's well-rounded with comedy. I thought you just didn't need, um, but Rob Schneider, That's, I mean, I'm not he, hating. I'm not hating a Rob Schneider. 
I think Wesley cool. Snipes is the star of this movie. He carries it. Like every time he's on, every time he's on screen, he he just makes it. Cause yeah. Russell Stallone is not in the movie from minute eleven to minute thirty-five. Oh, during that whole entire period, wow. it's all Wesley Snipes wreck. You know, going through hell of you know uh, San Angeles. I'm a black. Yeah, I'm yeah, a you're, you're dead on. He he gets the best of everything for this movie. He gets you know he gets to be the martial artist, the weapons expert. You know, knows the computers. He you know already is the larger than life personality, and and then he just gets to play it up so much that it's yeah. I mean. And he has the best costumes too. He gets to wear Beetlejuice pants, and he gets a dress like Dennis the Menace with the overalls, the blue shirt, and the blonde hair. It's yeah. just fantastic. <laughs> Dennis the Menace. I, I like. I, I really like Wesley Snipes. Um, I, you know, he's really over the top with his character. It's clear he's over the top, but it's not annoying over the top like in Face Off with Nick Cage. Um, and I really like the way he fights. I, I love his martial arts. I love the way Wesley Snipes fights because it's, it's very, there's an art form to it, you know, and you see John Spartan, John Spartan's kind of like a rugged type of guy. I like Wesley Snipes in it. He never annoyed me in this at all, not one bit. And he was really over the top, but he did it so well. I liked it. Yeah, he's awesome. Well, Wesley, Wesley Snipes is a black belt. He actually knows karate and does all that stuff. So that's, right. that's why it looks more realistic. Mm. <laughs> no, but we whoa, we were burying something. Too. I forgot about this too. I I don't know why I did. I mean, this movie is super important for our family history. Renato named his wrestling character after Wesley Snipes in this movie in our Russo Wrestling Federation. He called himself. Yeah, that's true. I, and I remember. I really like the name Simon Phoenix. That's a great name. It's a good name. It's it is name. one of the best villain names. What be, what better name is Simon Phoenix? Caster Troy. That's, that's pretty. Caster Troy is pretty good too, though. That's, yeah, it's pretty good. Damn, a lot of shout outs to Face Off today. Uh, yeah, right. I go with. I'm a big Star Trek fan, so I got to go with Khan any day of the week. Just, just hearing the word, this, this, <laughs> you know, the scream of Khan. Miscongeniality. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Star Trek. <laughs> I, I'm with you on Khan, but I mean, thank yeah, you. The name. Thank you. I mean, I like Star Trek, but the names. Yeah, hard to beat Caster Troy or Simon Phoenix, but I. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but just one word of a yell of con just <laughs> all right guys i want to ask you guys something what do you guys think about all the 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 policies and all the guidelines and how they relate to our world today the be well no handshake uh the virtual sex no bodily fluid transfers um arnold schwarzenegger being president he did become the governor right so just what do you guys think of that i I like it. I mean, it's pretty. I like that 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 high five. Why isn't anybody doing that high five right now? I would I would I would do it. The Rob Schneider high five. Who's that other actor? Who's that character actor? That is Troy. Uh, I wrote it down. That is. Uh, knew he he was. Uh, oh, oh, oh shoot! Where is it? He was. Um, he was an Ace Ventura. He was Roger Pedactor. Yes. 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 And also, a lot of his IMDb page, like eighty percent of it, he plays a cop. Because he looks exactly like an out of shape older cop. True. Which Evans? guy? Guy with the like buzz cut, white guy, a little bit bigger. It's kind of like, oh. like, like gullet. Yeah. Like, okay. Gotcha. He's just, thought, yeah, character actor yeah. in every movie that you can think of. I mean, I thought you were talking about Otho from Beetlejuice, the big chubby oh. guy with the, with oh. the kimono. Oh, Associate Bob. Oh, we haven't Associate talked about Associate Bob. Bob. Associate this, Bob. This, this this watch, I paid attention so much. I know names. I didn't. I didn't know that the guy who froze him turned out to be the warden at the end. You know, later on in the future. Yep, yeah. Stuff him. like that yeah. didn't connect. 
Yeah, I thought I, I thought they named him after the Simpsons character, but it was William Smithers, not Waylon yeah. Smithers. <laughs> yep. I, I too. my favorite <clears throat> call to like you know what what the future is going to look like. It's got to be the verbal morality statute. Like that is just the first time it happens, and and Stallone realizes it and just goes off. You know, with the cursing so that he can use him as toilet paper is is my absolute favorite part about the future. Just the cursing and everyone being surprised by. The cursing and then it just continues yeah and it's funny you mentioned that he used him as toilet paper i never knew that until this last viewing he ended up using it, getting all these because mm-hmm. he needed to go to the bathroom yeah. i never got that until now so <laughs> does that mean because he that, he went he went poop that's why they're like oh look he, he must have you know flushed everything out so when he went out there and he was like hey you guys have seashells instead of toilet paper and then he used the paper when he cursed to wipe his butt afterwards. Does that mean he had a gross butt the whole entire no, time I he don't had think he went. that scene? I don't think he went. I think he went. I, I he would have had to. He had to pretty relaxed go. when he was out there. He's, yeah. He didn't yeah. seem tense. I don't He's think he went. Okay. I really don't. Okay, wait, you talked about the seashells. Right. How would you use the three seashells? Oh. <laughs> wipe, your, wipe your butt with the first one. <laughs> Wipe your hand, clean the second seashell, clean the first seashell with the second seashell, and then clean your hands with the third seashell. That's how it works. with the most time on his hand has very, you know, thought about this a lot. <laughs> I have not figured it out I, to this day. Don't know how they, they do it. I've even looked it up, and I don't think anyone's ever really like. <laughs> I don't think there's an answer. I, yeah, I don't not. think there is an answer. It's one of those life's mysteries, the three seashells. I didn't, I didn't, I don't remember them showing them till this watch. They had the three silver seashells there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I never paid attention to this movie. You know, you know, you know when I paid attention when when he got that call that miss that wrong number call from the naked girl. I will always remember that scene. Yes, absolutely. It's probably the first time since I saw nudity <laughs> in the yeah. movie. It was like, oh my goodness! It's that it's, and Total Recall are burned in my memory. Yeah. That call, that call, I, I, I totally forgot about the call, but it, it was the most randomest boob shot ever. Because if you really think about it, it didn't have to be in this movie. It does nothing for the movie. It serves no purpose. It's just, it's a, the most randomest boob shot ever on film history that does not need to be there. I would no, say in yeah. history, but come on, it's boobs. Like, who cares? It's an action no, flick. All right, let's keep moving forward. Um, let's go ahead and uh, what you guys think about the museum? The museum scene, best action part of the movie, like I, that's when like the when they when they when they see each other for the first time in the future, and they have the fun little you know you know back and forth like, you know Simon says die and he used the and he used the laser gun and then the you know how much do you weigh and he throws the guy through the uh, through the glass window. Yeah, that was pretty crazy. I, I remember seeing that scene and the guy was just looking at the window at the at the <laughs> the statue and then here comes Simon Phoenix and he just knocks him into the into the plexiglass or whatever uh, i just thought that was really mean that was awful why is he so strong why is simon phoenix so strong he can they pick sh- up and throw someone with one arm yeah like that 20 the, feet but he can't the, break glass it was his programming from yeah. you know his, his rehabilitation though the lying what is your boggle is amazing like the guy coming up to him and asking him you know what is my boggle and just how much do you weigh it's great. I, I can't disagree. That's probably the best action sequence in the, the entire film. Huh. Wow. Okay. The only question is, why does the museum have working guns there? <laughs> that seems a big, like a really lapse in judgment, especially since they have these, 
we'll find out later uh, with Dennis Leary, the underground people, since they are a menace, you would think they would not have guns that are so easily accessible. I don't know, Chris. There's no crime. Yeah. Just just go with it. it. Just go with it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's move forward. What did you guys think about Taco Bell being the last remaining restaurant in the future? Because it won the franchise war. So Taco Bell was it. That's a hell of product placement. I hate it. (laughs) Quick, quick thing on that. You know, uh, worldwide, it's not Taco Bell in the movie. Uh, yes. Worldwide, they show they show Pizza Hut. So Taco great. Bell isn't known worldwide. Right. Absolutely. You're right. And I was just going to get into that, that for the U.S. version, it was the product placement was Taco Bell. Um, but overseas for the European version, Taco Bell wasn't as popular as in the U.S. So what they did, like you said, Jaime, was they switched the Taco Bell to Pizza Hut. So if, I, if there's the version out there, the European version, you'll see Pizza Hut as the last remaining uh, restaurant instead of Taco Bell. I'd take that over Taco Bell. Me too. Oh, I think I so. Think too. I, me yeah, too. I think so too. I'll take a pan pizza anytime. Right? Yeah. Did you guys, did you guys happen to see a uh, MTV VJ, Dan Cortez? Yes. As oh. the piano man in the restaurant singing the the land of the jolly green giant because in the future only sh- uh, commercial tunes are popular so that was kind of weird to see dan cortez in that movie but and the man he was jock jams like famous yeah i remember that it's kind of <laughs> weird i guess where, where do they go after the so they go to taco bell and then there's some of the, the underground so let's touch on the the... No, no. Uh, then we get to the sex scene. The, uh, no, the... no, wait. Let, let's let's talk about the underground people. We haven't talked about Dennis Leary at all. Yeah, because Dennis Leary's it, great in this movie. He is. That's exactly a note I could put. Is he? They wrote. It almost felt like they wrote him into that script. Like oh, his yeah. his his monologue when they're in the underground is just like Dennis Leary stand up. Like that's that's what he was known for. Like I all all I was missing was like him in all black, like with a cigarette in hand, like pacing back and forth. And you're like, that's his standup. And so uh, I actually enjoyed how they scripted, you know, the, the action movie, like they're for, for all it's, you know, cheesy one-liners and things like that. It's got a good plot. Like that, that makes yeah. sense. The guy who gets Simon Phoenix out wants to destroy these guys because they're, he sees them as scum. Like it, it just, it, it absolutely talks to classism and, and what, you know, could happen, you know, if you were to try to wipe out people who you thought weren't, you know, going to fit in your, your wheelhouse. And shocking. Yeah. It's, I, it's, I, it's fast paced and it's, it's, it's fun. And Dennis Leary, I, I think adds a lot to it. I, I, it's really well cast. I think there's a lot of good characters. Every, every main character is cast really well and it makes it more fun and makes it silly. And actually I, I love, late 80s early 90s action movies i like when it's like a video game characters fighting each other mm-hmm. like it doesn't matter who's around them it's just spartan and simon phoenix fun fact do you know who stallone originally wanted as simon phoenix i do know who i looked I, uh, I looked this up a lot yesterday. Okay, Jackie go, Chan. Jackie Chan. That's right. He wanted Jackie Chan as Simon Phoenix, and Jackie Chan said nope because he was afraid of what the Chinese audience would think of him as a villain. Mm. So Jackie Chan turned Simon Phoenix down, which I'm so glad he did because I don't think Jackie Chan could have pulled this off. 
at all. It would have been a different character, but Jackie Chan never plays a bad guy. He always mm -hmm. plays the nicest guy in the world. Which, which is funny because there was a little, a, a little uh, remark about Ch Jackie Chan with Liana Huxley when she's fighting that one guy. And Stallone goes, that's great or something. Where'd you learn how to do all that? And she goes, oh, Jackie Chan movies. So I thought that was kind of funny. Oh, I didn't catch that. Um, did you guys want to talk about the virtual sex scene? Uh, yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. Of course. <laughs> what type of question? Was my, I, I think I told you this. this is, I watched this in two parts. And my ending was right before this scene because I really wanted to dive into this virtual sex scene with Sandra Bullock. It's, it's so silly. It's, it's so funny. It doesn't make any sense. I, I, I just remember it so well. I love all the cuts and how, how weird it is. I, I, didn't, I noticed the first time this, that she hands him a towel right before yeah. she puts on the the headset i, didn't know that. <laughs> I, did, I yeah. did not yeah. ever notice that before that was a love towel absolutely <laughs> oh, yeah yeah, yeah. It, i mean it makes sense for for the story you know they talk about you know no contact yeah. and you have the whole be well and no one's really you know physically touching anybody so it it makes sense i mean i'm intrigued like i'd put one on to let you know let's let's see how that goes but it felt i don't know that was maybe a scene that I could do without. Like, it just doesn't, I don't think it really adds anything to me, to the story. You need that scene. I, I, I think it's pretty memorable. I think it's I, silly. I think it's supposed to be campy. And yeah. I think it's supposed to show how crazy this world is. And then you get, then you get to the other scene where you actually do see nudity. And then another scene happens that I forgot about altogether was he knows how to knit. If we want oh, yeah. to get into yeah. Stallone knitting. Yeah. I didn't realize that he was programmed as well. That that's so many layers in this in this movie that I never realized. That's right. He gets through a sweater overnight. Yeah. He's good. He's really good. So uh, and they take the time too. to they actually take the time to like show him with the you know, the thread and the needle and he's, you know, getting it all ready and he's just doing it was like second nature. I loved that part about it. Like I don't know how I know how to do this. Yeah, yeah, it never hit me before till this watch that he was. Do you know if just, that was like that looked like actual technique or was he just kind of bullshitting, like and just kind of wrapping it around his arm? Who knows? I don't know what it was, but <laughs> his arm is huge, so it, it just uh, it's fine. Who cares? It looked good. Stallone's the man. I mean, Stallone yeah. looks great yeah. in this movie. Yeah, He's there was one so scene. Can, there was can, one scene can, really quick. Stallone in the ice. Where uh, where he like. It's just a shot of the door and he's about to open the door and it's just his left hand and you just see his forearm and his bicep and it's just a quick shot. I'm like, oh, wow, that's that's a pretty badass scene. I, I, did you see that? Anybody catch that? I thought that was a really cool scene. It went by so quick, but it just, like you said, Stallone's the man and it's, it's, he's, he's just cool. He's got comic book character muscles. It's crazy. He, yeah. he, he looks awesome. They're just I like, I know it's macho and you know, misogynistic yeah. or whatever, but I love these movies. I love this era of action movies. It's fun. So speaking of uncredited people, we, we kind of skipped over when Dennis Leary is doing his monologue. Did you guys notice who was standing next to him? No. Jack no. Black. No. 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 Yep. He's in this movie and he's got an official credit and he doesn't have any lines. He just sits there and shakes his head while Dennis Leary's talking. That's great knowledge. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and, and look at that. Skinny How face, Jack, Jack Black. Yeah. How does Jack Black get a credit and Rob Schneider get no credit? Rob Schneider sucked that bad. 
Yeah, it was Ooh. bad. It was really bad. In it. <laughs> I don't know. The, <laughs> it was bad in this. That's not. We're not hating on him. He just wasn't good in this. He, he wasn't was, even. He's barely in it. I just he has bad. lines though that you remember, and because and you remember because they're bad. He was good in the hot chick. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'm moving forward. That movie. It's a good movie. So though. in the finale, what we got basically Wesley Snipes is trying to unthaw all the bad guys so that he can run the world jeffrey Dahmer's one of them he's like oh i want to meet that guy exactly (laughs) i was just gonna point out how 90s this is that that line is in the movie yeah yeah jeffrey Dahmer. i love that guy it just (laughs) you're like oh if people don't know look him up it's just he's not a wasn't a good guy He's, he's, he's evil. Um, yeah, the finale was all right. It was like, you know, the big showdown between him and, and, and um, Simon Phoenix. Very 90s, very just goal action. And you always ended it with, you know, the bad guy losing and the good guy always having this one liner, right? And as worst he, line in the movie. Did you think that was your worst line? I'll, yep. I'll, I'll let you go. Go ahead, my friend. The, the, is it cold in here? Is it just me? Like, mm-hmm. that was the worst line Stallone ever delivered it's it's so I hated that line it's a callback it's a callback to the first to the first time they encounter each other in the warehouse I'm going to agree with my little brother in this one it wasn't that bad oh god I love I love it when I'm right I love it whenever I'm gonna enjoy this I mean I don't know if this is right or wrong but you know it it, what how is it a callback just because in the the beginning what he I don't remember the line from the beginning then what was the callback yeah, because it's the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, just, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's reversed. And also, uh, the last uh, you know, one line he says when they're in the warehouse is, I'd lose my head if it wasn't attached. And then Sylvester Sloan says, I'll remember that. Yeah. And come yeah. to this scene right here where they're fighting out of each other, when they're fighting each other. And then Wesley Snipes uses the arcade crane to pick up Sylvester Sloan. Awesome. Which, impressive okay so Wesley Snipes impresses me so much in the movie that and you know he that means he knows how to do arcade games and he also earlier in the Does movie <laughs> I think so how else, are, how else are you gonna be able to control that right there okay <laughs> that is also references he's also a cinephile because he calls the machine Hal when it's trying to talk to him yeah I did catch that, that I was didn't awesome. catch that yeah but to your point Chris not Chris, my brother, but Chris, um, the, he does deliver a really bad line in the finale when he's when he when he, when Simon Phoenix freezes, and Stallone is hanging on to that crane and he's about to kick his head off, and he goes heads up, and then he kicks him, and that's really bad, man. No. It was no heads up's way better than no. than is it cold in here? Or just me. No, it makes wait. sense in the beginning when Wesley Snipes says it because he's about to light a fire. That makes sense. When you're in a cryo thing and it's just cold in there, that's just a stupid-ass line that doesn't need to be said. Oh, like, remember in the beginning when I said when you said it? No, I'm going to say it. No, you say it, I'll say it. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I you would have explained it, though. That would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So you would have made it a lot better. <laughs> I love the frozen head fatality. I yes, it's very like, Mortal Kombat-ish. Yes. And seeing so that head good. break open, split, and you see all the red pieces, that, that's a pretty great kill Love i didn't like that last no? line no the like the oh, heads up i didn't like it no no thanks it's pretty, it his head's going up it's perfect i, I just I didn't, I didn't i didn't care for it not, not my thing you not know what i thing. loved about this 
after this, it's like two minutes later, end movie. It's, it's done. No yes. long credits of anything else going on. We don't need to wrap up any other story. It's right. Like, you boom, didn't... we're done. I'm going to kiss Huxley. I'm the best superhero ever. I kick ass. And we're back. We're back to the 90s in whatever year this is. It's movies. It's it's go so fast. I don't know what you're talking about, Kiwi. This this movie, it, it was I was in and out quick. Yeah. I want to go back in. I want to go back in. See. Oh, don't forget your towel, though. <laughs> can we can we talk about the fact that Sting did a song yes. called Demolition Man? Like yes, that's, that's playing at the credits. I yes. love that. I did. I was shocked by that. I could not believe it. The first time it played, I was like, wait why do I know this voice? And then I let it play all the way through. And I'm like, oh my God, Sting. They got Sting to do the theme song to Demolition Man. That's weird. It's that totally is... weird. The song's horrible. It's... Yes, it is. It's really it's bad. So bad. It's awful. Uh, just, But I mean, 93, 1993. So there it is. That's when you know you have some cash to burn. You know, you're like, mm, this song sucks, but we can get Sting. Well, they had $59 million to spend because that's how much this movie costs to make. So might as well spend it on Sting and Rob Schneider, like little little one-liners. Yeah. Considering so. they made triple that, there should have been a sequel. I don't know what you would have done and who the bad guy would have been, but you could bring most of those characters back and do something else. Well, yeah. Jackie Chan. No. Jeffrey Dahmer may have been unthought, <laughs> so you could do that as a sequel. <laughs> Right. Uh, but before we wrap up, I just wanted to say we didn't mention, which I think is one of the main points of the movie, is the rap burger. Oh, the I, rap I burger! The rap burger yeah. scene. I, I think that's really memorable. Let's touch on the rap burger, please. By all means, go ahead. I just think it's really fun. I think the the wasteland thing is is, is cool. Uh, would you eat a rat burger if it was offered to you? If there was no other meat, if all yes. you were eating was Taco Bell? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love how he finishes the burger, too. Have you seen yeah. him walking through the wasteland? Yes. And he's still eating the burger. Yeah. yeah. That is, yeah, yeah just the, the shoulder shrug, like, hmm, all right. <laughs> it's rat. I don't care. I want some meat. Yeah. I loved how they had to sh- display that, you know, Stallone could speak a little Spanish. It made him very personable. Yes. Like, oh, yes. he, he understands Spanish and can speak a little. And then he gives... Huxley a one-liner when they're leaving the that area where he's like you know something about you know just one moment you know Huxley and like says it in Spanish I'm like unnecessary yeah yeah <laughs> I, unnecessary. you're right I agree unnecessary yeah <laughs> gosh okay I I I think we might have uh dissected Demolition Man pretty much um I don't know if there's anybody else that wants to bring anything else up but i i think i think we're done with demolition man so um here at fyc we have a rating skill and every time we rate a movie we choose something from the movies so chris um i believe we chose uh uh we're gonna rate it with seashells the rating is from one through five one being the lowest five seashells being it was an amazing movie all right so as special guest to fyc I'm going to let you two go first. So, by all means, um, Chris, little brother, I'll let you go first. Rating skill, one to five seashells. Go. So five, I'm assuming, is if you have really, you know, is like the best. If you have basically the exact opposite of in this movie, if you use all the seashells because you had really bad diarrhea. 
and you used one seashell if you did. Oh, you had to go to the bathroom a little bit. So I'm going to give this movie three seashells. It's fun. It's enjoyable. It's a little long. You can cut out a little bit of this movie. They cut out a lot, apparently 30 minutes of this movie. They could have cut a, lot, a little bit more, made it closer to 90 minutes, and kept a lot of the fun stuff. But yeah, three seashells. A nice, solid morning, you know, morning bell movement. Wow. Okay. Three seashells. That's good. Jaime, your turn. I love this movie. I love this. This movie came out in 93. How old was I in 93? I don't know. I was in third grade and I knew nothing. Jaime is nine nine in this. And I loved it as much as I did back then as I do right now. And on this watch, I enjoyed it. It's not long. It's a perfect I don't know, hour 45, hour 50, it, the runtime's great, it flows really good. Everybody in it is fun. It, it, to me, it's not just three seashells. I watch this movie over and over again. I introduced it to people. I introduced it to Barbara when, a long time ago because she'd never seen it before and she thought it sucked and I, I finished it even though she didn't want to finish it. It's so <laughs> great. So she hated it? Probably, it's Stallone and she didn't like it. Whatever, okay. Demolition Man? Four seashells. All right. I love it. Wow. Four seashells. Wow. Oh, good line. The hunk of chunka. The hunk of chunka. <laughs> I love when Stallone says the hunk of chunka. Oh, disgusting. Uh, uh, I have another nominee for, for a worse line um, because the, the cold one got shat on. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this other one out there because I forgot about it. But the you're going to regret this for the rest of your life, all two seconds of it. Uh, oh, that that was a, yes. a pretty cheesy bad line that uh, I was kind of, I, I groaned. But uh, I, I'm gonna have to agree with you, man. Four seashells, it's, ah. it. I thought I was gonna go lower, but I have so much fun with this movie still. I, hands down, Wesley Snipes, one of my favorite films of his. He's just a cool bad guy in this movie and I remember as a kid, it was like the first time we we're like, I I'm, I wasn't rooting for him, but at the same time, I like I did I, I liked him. I, I liked the concept of him getting programmed to be this like unstoppable bad guy, and it's so good. And the action just flows scene to scene, and in between that, you get awesome Sandra Bullock and you know funny Dennis Leary, and it just there's so much in between that keeps you interested. That an hour and fifty goes by in a blink, and it. Even with the one-liners, it's just such a good action flick. Still, so four. Wow, four stars. Love it. Okay, Love wow, it. we got three, four, and four. Okay, good stuff. I hadn't seen this movie in about probably over fifteen years. It never kept me bored. I was never bored. I was never bored. However, um, I, I was kind of waiting for it to kind of take off. Like it was there, and it had some good action scenes. But I just, it, 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 I didn't get off that ramp. I didn't go, yeah. Um, that doesn't mean it was a bad movie. I enjoyed it. I like Stallone. Wesley Snipes is great in this. Um, I, they're, Sandra Bullock is good too. I didn't have a problem with her. Um, the runtime was just, it was perfect. I'm right under two hours is how I want my movies. Um, but I, I have to give it a, a three, three seashells. Three seashells for me. That's not saying it's a bad movie. That's not saying it's a great movie. It's a good action flick. It never kept me bored. It was a fun movie. I enjoyed it. 
Would I recommend it? Absolutely. Go watch it if you haven't seen it. It's what you expect out of a 1993 Stallone, Wesley Snipes action flick. So three seashells for me, hands down. Yeah. I like it. I like yeah. it. I, I, uh, yeah, I got nothing but, but good things to say about it. It's, it's better than Spaceballs. It's much better than Spaceballs. Oh, are we going to have this argument right here? Because I, <gasps> I don't whoa, understand. Whoa, 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 whoa. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> I watched Spaceballs. Did you watch I it again? I yes. did. I really? watched it right before the episode, and I still enjoy it. I, yeah. I think my argument was we've all laughed to it so much that it's probably not as funny anymore. But mm-hmm. that's not the film's fault. That's our fault for loving it too much. Aww. That was my argument. <laughs> it's our fault for loving it too much. We love it so what? much. I'm getting sentimental with this movie. I'd say this. I would say Face Off is better than this movie. I think that puts me. I think I don't think anyone else agrees with me here. But I go. I go with Face Off over this. You would go Face Off over over Demolition, um, Demolition Man. Yeah, I think it's way more crazier. It goes way more over the top, and the bad guys are uh, both. I like the bad guy probably more in it. Okay, that's fair. I would kind of put them in the same boat, sort of similar. Um, I like this more. Okay. Me too. Me too. Awesome. Well, before we go, I want to thank you guys for being on um, and, and give you a chance to, um, you know, plug your show, the, the part-time wrestling pod. Tell us uh, what's, what's coming out next. Are you guys continuing the Halloween theme? Um, what's, uh, what's, yeah, what's upcoming for your pod? Yeah, so it's the part-time wrestling pod. Me and Chris, me and Kibi here. We uh, we take a deep dive into wrestlers, uh, certain matches, pay-per-views, or we kind of anything really. We just kind of go off the off the rail on any wrestling subject. Uh, right now, we're in the spooky month. Uh, we've done Gangrel. We've done the Boogeyman. Uh, if you're interested in you know listening to us, you know talk about wrestling with with our friends or right now kind of by ourselves really just join us chris uh who are, I mean, we, who are we doing episode, next who are we doing when, next you want to say yeah when this episode drops it our episode will have come out we're doing doink next nice uh, doink. the first doink though the first one yes. Dink yeah. hasn't come in yet Dink is later on we're doing this like kind of more evil doink. The scary cl- okay i like that yeah. I yeah, like that. It's, it's, nice. it only spans one year. So yeah, uh, uh, Twitter at partpod, uh, Instagram at ptwpod, or you can just reach us at email partimewrestlingpod at gmail dot com. But yeah, thanks for thanks for having us. Thanks for yeah. thanks for doing demolition, man. I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you guys could join. We're looking <laughs> forward to. Uh, I think where Ronaldo and I may have to join together on your pod and battle it out for uh, our favorite or maybe not favorite uh, actual match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. So, so good. The one that still breaks my heart. Yeah, we've uh, got to plug your episodes. Uh, we did an episode with Chris on WrestleMania 2000, which he actually attended in Anaheim. And then with Ronaldo uh, for Shawn Michaels' deep dive. So yeah, check those out if you guys enjoy listening to Chris and Ronaldo. They're probably tired of hearing this talk. <laughs> but yeah, check them out. That's good. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Once again, I've been Chris. He's been Ronaldo, Jaime, and Kiwi, the other Chris. Uh, (laughs) This has been the Demolition Man FYC Film Review. We will catch you guys next time. See you guys there.